Marketing for Humans, bringing the human back into marketing. This podcast is all about building trust and keeping things human. Well, what better time to dig into that topic than now? How are you staying human through all this as an individual, as a business owner, and as a community member? I am devoting the next few episodes to answering the following three questions. How are you staying centered? How are you connecting with your business community? And how are you supporting your local businesses? Carrie Gatto is a real estate agent specializing in financial freedom via real estate investing. Today, Carrie shares how she's staying connected to her clients, how she's enjoying this time with her kids, and how she's staying centered in general. Enjoy Carrie's great ideas about navigating this time. All right. Well, welcome, Carrie Gatto. Thank you for being on Marketing for Humans. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And so for those who don't know you, can you tell us how you help people? Absolutely. So I am a realtor with, with uh, Keller Williams Realty, uh, the office in Cambridge. We serve Cambridge, Somerville, and the surrounding areas. And I specialize in residential sales and helping people buy and sell their homes and investment properties. And I also work as a mentor and coach in my market center. So helping um, less experienced agents get their feet under them and grow their businesses. Fantastic. And I would also add to that, that you help people achieve financial freedom with really good investment strategies. Would you agree? Yeah, that's sort of my big vision is um, I'm a big believer in real estate as an investment vehicle. And Um, I love nothing more than helping people achieve financial security and ultimately financial freedom by leveraging real estate. I love that. And what's the name of your brand? Big Picture Properties. (laughs) So perfect. (laughs) That's great. So here we are in this new world, let's call it. And uh, all of us are sort of just trying to find our way. So I love hearing from different people, like how you're staying with your feet on the ground, like day to day, if there's anything that's helping. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, great question. Um, it is very day to day, minute to minute. Um, of course, like everyone else, I'm trying to absorb as much information as I can about what's going on. And I'm also trying to, you know, having, I have three kids, so I'm trying to balance working from home with entertaining and, and, kind of educating my kids if at all possible. Um, and as far as my business goes, um, I feel very fortunate to be with Keller Williams because, well, for a few different reasons, they were born in a recession. Actually, the, the company was created in the midst in the wake of a recession. And, um, so, you know, there's sort of a underlying belief that, even in crisis, we can find opportunity, we can find ways to adapt and to thrive. And they're offering a lot of training and coaching to us. I mean, all throughout the day today, there were different live webinars and um, coaching opportunities that were available for free to all of the agents at KW. So, you know, I've been taking advantage of that as much as I can, leaning into the coaching um, for new ideas, you know, leveraging technology, we're looking into that a lot because, of course, buyers and sellers can't leave their home. We're practicing social distancing. So 
we're using things like virtual tours to help buyers, you know, walk through the home without actually having to be in it. Um, we're doing Zoom meetings with our clients. I just did a listing presentation yesterday that way, um, you know, show, sharing the information via, you know, internet um, and video conferencing. Um, so that's, that's a big change. And I think, you know, thankfully I'd been using a lot of that technology already. This is just making it even more important and valuable. Um, and it's, it's, you know, there's always pros and cons to everything. So we're trying to look at the bright side, trying to look at, okay, well, what opportunities are present given the current situation and how, how can we turn this crisis into an opportunity? Um, and I think a lot of it too is just reaching out to our client base and just saying, how are you? And um, especially the, you know, I have active clients right now with transactions pending or they're about to list a property and I'm just reaching out and being like, you know, it's going to be okay doing a lot of comforting and um, confidence boosting at the moment because ultimately, you know, real estate is again, the safest investment you can, you can make. And you know, I, I feel very fortunate to have to own a home, to own investment property right now. And so just I'm trying, trying to quell a lot of fears around what's going to happen, the uncertainty of this whole thing. Is there anything you're doing for yourself in particular? Like, you know, some people go for a run to just kind of calm down. Some people, it's just getting to work. And that's what, you know, like there, we all have our coping mechanisms. I have personal practices where I start my day and I really tap into my biggest intention. So like, is there anything that you're doing these days? I'm smiling because I just got back from a run <laughs> and that's definitely helpful because I have, you know, my mind's kind of racing. So that helps clear my mind. Um, so hopefully maybe I'll lose a few pounds too, <laughs> but um yeah, that and um, meditation is always good. Um, thankfully, our, our youngest, our two-year-old, has she's been having a lot of trouble sleeping lately because she's starting to like jump out of her crib and stuff. But um, last night, we got her to sleep through the night. She actually slept with my seven-year-old girl. So they were in the same bed together, and that, that did the trick. So getting a good night's sleep, very important. Um, and taking, taking time to just feed my spirit and my soul, like, you know, playing a game with the kids and having some silly time and hugging my spouse and, you know, having a little chat, you know, just to like have that connection and um, create some positive energy. And also even on Facebook, you know, I'm part of some different groups and things where, um, one of them is a 30 day gratitude cha challenge mm. that started like right before this all went down, but it's so nice to be a part of that right now. And so every day we're talking about what we're grateful for and, you know, keeping in mind that we still have fresh water and we still have, you know, sight and the ability to walk, you know, all these things we take for granted and you don't know what you have until it's gone. And so I think remembering gratitude is a huge one. I try to do that as much as I can, just count my blessings. Yeah, to me, this, this is the time to step that up. And it's sort of like ninja gratitude or ninja appreciation. Absolutely. It's like when you're going through something like this, be real about it. You know, it's one thing to try to be positive, 
right? But then it's like, but what actually are you thankful for? Don't fake it. No fakey fakey. Like we need to know what, what's real. Like for me, I look around and I see there is a lot of generosity. People are reaching out and, you know, going to restaurants and supporting them however they can by getting takeout. You know, there's kindness. We're just talking to somebody else on this podcast, like a, a gal at the, you know, at the, um, what do you call it? The gas station giving a stranger a Lysol wipe, you know, like, do you need this to feel safe? Like just moments like that. Absolutely. And I think all of the like giving generosity and gratitude, it kind of, it raises your, your vibration and your frequency. And I'm a believer in that. And all those things are actually really good for your immune system. Um, Because we're not just our body, we are also our mental and and health and our, and our soul. And so great prayer, gratitude, kindness, um, all of those things can actually keep us healthy as well as feeling good. Yeah. Get us through this. And also, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. And just, I was just going to add that when you're in that, um, higher frequency too, when you're in that state of mind, you can also see those opportunities better. Like I was talking about before, instead of being like all doom and gloom, like, oh, the sky's falling. You can train your mind in a way to be more positive and to see, you know, the light and the end of the tunnel. That's why having great practices, like this has come up a couple of times, having great practices to begin with helps you get through something like this. Like, you know, you're not just going to pick up meditation now. Like that's right. a tough thing where you're already, like your mind is going a million miles an hour and now you're supposed to train it to just quiet down. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like that's not going to work right now. Totally. It might be time for a walk with your dog. Like do that. Yeah. 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 I mean, and even if you can meditate for, I find like even a minute or two, I mean, it'd be great to do it longer, but even a minute or two can be helpful. Yeah. But those longstanding practices, it's like now would maybe be a good time to get into a habit, like, like the one minute a day, because then when things get really bad, because this stuff goes up and down, even your mood goes up and down on a, in a situation like this, like when you can build that foundation of calm in your nervous system, then when this stuff comes around, you're just more able to handle, you know, what's coming at you. Um, Oh Yeah. So yeah. true. And it's important to do those things, you know, to do those self-care things for ourselves and also for our families and the people around us. Because, you know, if we need to help and serve other people, we need to take care of ourselves first and be in the right state of mind and be healthy enough and, and all those good things. Yeah. And there's something to be said about, you know, when we're in a calm place, we can take thoughtful action to move forward. You know, one of the reasons why I started using the generosity practice so devotedly is that I was in a place where I was in panic attacks and I couldn't think straight and I had to figure out a way forward financially. Um, And so the most important thing for me to do was to calm down. Because if I could calm down and feel trust in life, then suddenly I had the ideas that led me to lucrative, you know, opportunities. And that's exactly what happened. So calm is not just a nice to have, it's a must have to see a way through. Yeah, because I think when you're feeling fear, and a lot of us are right now, myself included, you know, the anxiety kind of sets in at points during the day. And when you're feeling fear, you're, you're really just blocked off again from like, you know, the inspiration 
and um, that, those good frequencies that help you that help you move forward, that help you see opportunities, that help you um, feel like you can share with others and help others. Yep. Um, you know, so you want to, you want, you're definitely right. You want to train your mind not to move towards fear, but always to move toward calm and love and generosity. And it's so great to know that you can train your mind. You I have- think when we're in the thick of it and we're, you know, a little bit off the rails, it's easy to remember, or it's easy to forget. You can actually train your brain. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to a really interesting podcast actually last week, just real quick. He was um, talking about, it's an agent at KW actually that does it. And he was talking about how a lot of people act and behave like they are their mind. And yet we're not. We're, he, he compared our mind to like a car. Like you get in your car, you tell it where to go. And then you get there. He's like, you can do the same thing with your mind. Your mind is actually a vehicle, just like your body is. And so he's like, you can certainly learn how to train your mind. And you, in fact, always are training your mind, either negatively or positively. You know, the food you give it will determine what happens to you. So it was just very interesting to think of that in that format, that it's just, you're not your mind. (laughs) Right. You know, kind of of watch it. Oh, true. Yeah, you can watch your mind operate and tell its stories and justify whatever, and but that's not you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. So you've really, you know, you've you've given me some food for thought around like how to calm down, like literally just walking or doing fun things with the kids or what or running, I should say. Um, and then it sounds like you have a really strong way of staying connected to your clients, which is wonderful. Um, and I know, you know, because you are my client right now, I know that you're doing webinars online and you're active on Facebook. So that's a really great way to stay connected to your prospects, right? Which is fantastic. Um, and is there anything else that comes to mind as far as, you know, like, I'm just thinking of local businesses, you know, going to a local restaurant and supporting them by doing takeout, um, anything else along those lines to keep our local community businesses like hair salons or who knows what clothing stores has anything come up around that ideas on how to stay supporting them um I mean I think it's definitely time to get creative um I I did see a petition go around on Facebook for the the um beauty industry so I signed that so they could hopefully get some relief um, cause obviously that's a tough one because you're in close contact with your clients. Um, and for example, um, I have a cousin who's a singer, um, a folk singer, and she got all her gigs canceled. She and her husband actually, and you know, their that's their income for the next six weeks or so. And so she's actually streaming concerts on Facebook. And I thought that was just brilliant, you know, and she said, we'll have a virtual tip jar. So you can just leave us a few dollars if you want. And um, I mean, and what a great way to brighten other people's day and also get some income while you're doing it. So I thought that was... I mean, you're just making me think like, if we just look at our monthly restaurant budget, monthly entertainment budget, I, I just feel like if we just all took a good look at that, and, and found ways to spend that money anyway, in ways that are going to support the businesses that we want to support. I mean, no one's going to suffer from that, 
like they're going to get good content and we're all helping each other. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not like you don't have to break your budget. Look at your budget. Like how much do you usually spend on restaurants every month? Take that money because sometimes people spend a lot of money in that direction. So if you can swing it, just, you know, do what you can do. Yeah. And I know a lot of restaurants are still doing takeout. That's still, you know, okay. And it's still encouraged actually. And, um, and then I've also heard the strategy of buying gift cards yep. them for later, which I think is great. It's yeah. Great. That's a biggie. I just, you know, they have to, they don't have to do as many dishes, but they still have to buy takeout supplies, right? Like they have to, that's an extra expense, hopefully not too much, but you know, mm-hmm. I, you don't know if it balances out. Like they're just, yeah. they don't need as much detergent or people to do it or whatever. Um, but yeah, there's a lot to consider. Well, my husband, as, as you might know, is a, is a private chef. So he, um, he's in the food industry. And so he, um, thankfully he still has a client that he works for every week, um, that order, you know, he cooks all their food for the week. So he's working with them, but he had a lot of events canceled, obviously. Um, well, they're going to, they're delayed, postponed until, you know, further notice, but, um, but yeah, so that was a big, a big, um, you know, issue for his business right now. But one thing he's doing is he's going to be doing like cooking, live cooking classes on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's great. Know, yeah, so just out of our kitchen. And, you know, he may not necessarily make an income from that, but because it's just going to be free, but um, he'll probably pick up more followers and, and more visibility and just the act of giving, you know, tends to attract good things back. So And there's nothing wrong with having a tip jar. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. I hope he considers that just like a performer would, you know, because I'm not going to feel pressured to give him money if it's a tip jar. Like if it were something else, not sure, but. Right. But if you're just watching for free and you can donate a dollar. I mean, that's just the times we're living in right now. We're all adjusting to that. And it's like, if I can help this person that I know and care about, and they just help me make a better meal, like that's worth like five bucks. And if you have a good audience, like that'll turn into something. Yeah. Yeah. I'll mention it to them. Yeah. (laughs) Just something to try. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, like I said, my cousin did that strategy. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And I think a lot of people are, you know, we are fortunate to have so much technology here and be able to connect that way. So yep. it's like, how can we leverage that in each of our businesses and, you know, and help, help one another continue to serve one another. Yeah. You know, well, I love it. You have, um, I would love to hear uh, something you might be doing with your kids right now too. Cause I know that a lot of, a lot of listeners, I mean, they're suddenly responsible for entertaining their kids for in the entire day for the next three weeks. Obviously they've got homework to do. It's not all on the parents, but is there anything that you're doing recently? That's kind of like, yeah, this was fun. You know, well, they don't actually have homework yet. Um, (laughs) We're waiting on that any day now. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, it's, it's hard. Obviously the default is the electronics and the iPads and the TV. Um, but as much as possible, we're trying to just engage them with games. My husband's really good at help having them help him cook fun things. They made cookies yesterday. 
I played Monopoly with uh, my son today and he crushed me. I saw that photo. That was great. (laughs) So that's his favorite game because he's really good at it. Um, What else? Um, You know, just puzzles and coloring books and um, dance parties. And um, I did, I sent out some ideas to my clients yesterday and I'm still, um, planning to do some of them, like just making art with balloons and paint, you know, just fun things like that. And one of them was even just have a big cardboard box and put your toddler in it and give her a crayon and let her just (laughs) color all over the side. And I'm like, you know what? That would probably work really well. I love (laughs) that. That would be the most entertaining thing out of all of them. (laughs) I want to do that. I'm going to find a box big enough for me. (laughs) Hang out with a crayon. Those are the things, you know, that those old fashioned, like just building a fort, um, you know, bringing back those kinds of things that oh, we I had, had kids before we had technology. Exactly. Like I had, you know, my friends over and they have a six year old and she was adamant about making a fort in my apartment. And so she did. And we all went inside and it was the best, <laughs> the best. Yeah. And she couldn't have been happier. You know, we all just snuggled in there with my little, my little dog. (laughs) Yep. yep. (laughs) Things to do. They love, they love playing make-believe. So anytime you can, you know, play any kind of imagination game, they're all about it. You know, playing school or playing a store, you know, or pretending you're in a movie theater and you get popcorn, you know, whatever it might be. That's always really fun. So, or like we have a lot of pets. We have a dog and two cats and two lizards. So we can always like play like we're at a vet or a farm. <laughs> I love that. My seven-year-old girl wants to be a, a farmer and a vet when she grows up. So great. Lots of possibilities. Yeah. I mean, I just posted about this. Um, I'm sure you've heard about the Cincinnati Zoo. They do a Facebook Live at 3 p.m. every day. So they are just doing it right now. And it's not only seeing their animals, but it's also a little curriculum. They like oh, have a little quiz at the end. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Every day, 3 p.m. Yep. My daughter will love that. I think she would go bonkers for it. And she'd probably do really good at quizzes at the end too. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That's perfect for her. Okay, Yay. good. Well, there's one more thing in the routine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I super appreciate you taking the time. I know this was short notice, but hey, I mean, again, I always say like, if this helps one person come up with some ideas for their kids or feel more calm or just stay connected, I truly appreciate your insights. Yeah. So. And honestly, it's just so nice to connect with people right now because we're all feeling I'm at least for myself feeling kind of isolated. I'm used to being around people all day. So um, I really appreciate you reaching out and it's always great connecting with you. So thank you. All right. And there you have it. More ways to stay sane and connected. Please pass this podcast on to a friend or colleague who might be struggling right now. We all could use some good ideas about how to do our daily lives. Keep an eye out for more episodes this week since I'm talking to whomever I can get my hands on. And a little bit about my work. If you want to tap into your own marketing superpower, take the Innate Marketing Genius Assessment at www.innatemarketinggenius.com. You'll discover how to best make an impact on your audience and you might be surprised by your type. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please go to Apple Podcast and give it a good rating and a review. It helps people find this information. I appreciate your listening to this episode and until next time on Marketing for Humans.